my name is Emily Hines and I attend Houston City Council meetings and I take notes. Today's notes are from the council meeting on May 3rd, 2023. First up, a quarterly report from the police department. Chief Finner began by thanking the mayor and council members for being tough and smart on crime. It is National Police Week and there is a memorial service on Friday evening for fallen officers. Finner remarked that large events in the first quarter of the year, like the rodeo and the final four, were exceptional, and I'm assuming he means regarding crime. He said that police academy classes are full. He thanked the council for approving a $10,000 signing bonus for new recruits. And overall crime in the city is down, with sexual assault and auto theft the only two categories that are consistently up. Assistant Chief Martin took over next. He's the data guy. Martin praised investments in technology like license plate reader cameras or LPRs as they are colloquially known and ShotSpotter. He presented slides on crime stats in each district and he cautioned against paying attention only to percentages rather than the raw numbers. For instance, in District A, there were seven kidnappings in 2023 this quarter versus six in 2022, which is a 17% difference, but only one actual more kidnapping. When HPD analyzed crime, especially sexual assault, they didn't see any pattern and don't think a serial rapist is to blame. Instead, Martin and Finner both mentioned safety concerns with internet and app dating and talked about an educational campaign they plan to roll out to help people stay safe. Regarding the increase in auto theft, Martin said that the success in lowering catalytic converter theft may actually have incentivized people to just steal the whole car. And there's new technology making it easier to steal cars as well, like key copiers. Chief Finner concluded the presentation by saying, we don't fudge the numbers, the truth speaks, which was kind of weird. He asked everyone to pray for victims, the police department, and all support services like 911 call takers because of the ongoing trauma they face daily. Many council members expressed support for the police department and they had questions and comments. Councilmember Abby Kamen of District A asked to see data compared to 2021 numbers because those numbers were really high and will highlight how much we have improved. She thanked the police department for partnering on safe gun storage campaigns like Lock It Up Safe. She asked how many guns were stolen out of cars, and Chief Martin didn't have the exact number, but he said that it was down. Kamen asked why auto theft crimes were higher. Chief Martin spoke to some technology that makes it easier to steal cars. He said that large events like the rodeo and the final four are generally auto theft crime targets. Finner and Martin both repeatedly said that auto theft crimes are largely preventable. Don't leave things in your car and park off the street when you can. Kamen noted that sexual assault is up across the board and advocated for a citywide approach. She asked for a presentation at a public safety committee meeting when the police department is ready to roll out their education campaign. And then Mayor Turner asked that everyone not overhype the bad news and focus on some good news too, which sure, but in the middle of a conversation on rape is a strange time to bring that up. He later said that when people focus on the bad news only, it doesn't give the proper respect to HPD and the community that has been working to reduce crime. Felt tone deaf to me. Councilmember Tiffany Thomas of District F asked the chiefs to speak on tech, like LPRs and ShotSpotter. Chief Fenner praised it as an excellent crime deterrent and said they need more. He encouraged businesses and individuals to put cameras up too because the city can't fund it alone. Councilmember Robert Gallegos of District I pointed out that Houston's police force is small compared to other cities. He pushed back on the idea that Houston is defunding the police, which is truly a laughable concept. The police budget is so big. 
Councilmember Carlos Cisneros of District H lamented that District H is lagging compared to the rest of the city in crime improvements and begged for help to make it better. Councilmember Martha Castix-Tatum of District K encouraged people to attend positive interaction with police or PIP meetings, which she described as intimate engagement in individual communities. Councilmember-at-Large Letitia Plummer advocated for help getting apartment complexes Blue Star rated to reduce crime. In conclusion, Mayor Turner expressed frustration, again, when people complain about crime, but don't offer solutions. He solicited ideas from the general public, so tweet at him, I guess? Next up is the mayor's report. The General Services Division made a snazzy presentation on the A-Leaf Neighborhood Center, which houses a library, a health center, and a park. Three-in-one. They also won an award from the Houston Business Journal. It was a very feel-good moment. Mayor Turner said the investment that went into the A-Leaf Neighborhood Center should be the standard going forward. The Offshore Technology Conference, or OTC, is this week. Friday is Cinco de Mayo. There's a parade on Saturday downtown hosted by LULAC, the same LULAC that was, or is, suing the city over redistricting. Parades really can heal wounds. Moving on to some agenda items. Item 1 approved seven people to the Independent Police Oversight Board. Many items were tagged today, more than usual. Council members tag items when they are waiting for more information or to give time for community engagement and sometimes even to just symbolically delay a vote. Today, Councilmember Ed Pollard of District J and Councilmember at Large Michael Kubosh tagged item 9. Kubosh himself tagged 11, 14, 26, 27, 30, 31, and 32. And Councilmember Tarsha Jackson of District B tabled item 19. Item 13 approved a final payment of $172,000 for emergency sludge processing. And that's it. I just like to highlight the word sludge. Item 18 approved the budget schedule for the upcoming budget season. Mayor Turner will present the proposed budget summary to council on May 16th. Council budget workshops with the respective departments will be held between May 17th through May 25th. Amendments are due May 17th through May 31st, and the final budget vote will be on June 7th. Item 23 approved the submission of a $50 million grant application to the federal government for Winter Storm Uri recovery. And just a reminder, Winter Storm Uri was in 2021. Item 22 approved an agreement between the Houston Airport System and TSU to build an aviation education facility at Ellington Field. Item 23 approved $5.4 million for restroom renovations at Hobby Airport. That's how we keep that five-star status, baby. I really, really didn't want to write or talk about item 33 at all, but then I remembered that Councilmember Kubosh is running for city controller, and I reconsidered. Kubosh tagged this item last week for unclear reasons. This week, his reasons did not seem any more clear. Item 33 approved $876,000 for a company to inspect recently completed waterline repairs. Kubosh thinks this is wasted money because, quote, we will know it's not fixed because it'll leak, end quote. Literally everyone disagreed with him, even his pal, Councilmember at Large, Mike Knox. Mayor Turner explained it would be a conflict of interest for the company that did the repairs to inspect it post-repair. Kubosh said this will be like spending money to repair your roof and then spending more money to have someone come inspect the roof to make sure it was repaired correctly. Yes, Councilmember Kubosh, that is exactly what it is like. Anyways, this item passed. And I skipped pop-off this week to rest my brain. So that's it. That was the meeting. 
Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. We don't have any new ones to thank this week, so I will give an extra special thank you to all of you that have been supporting us so far. We really appreciate it. And if you are new here and you think this project is worth supporting, you can visit patreon.com slash emilytakesnotes. You'll get a shout out on this very podcast. I also want to thank ACLU Texas and Houston in Action for your support and to Tecolotl who does the Spanish translations. This podcast has music by Joe Wasney, and it was produced by Connor Clifton. That's it for this week. I'm Emily Hines, and I thank you for listening.